Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Hello and welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Reagan. It is the Friday, the 19th episode, and football is in full swing. I think we can officially say football is in full swing. We've got some football news to talk about. John, how's your week been? It's been going well. How's yours? Been going good. Um, I don't know what happened with that Seahawks game, but I saw the Bears were beating the Seahawks twenty-seven to three, and that was just that was just sad. But other than that, going good. Are you a Seattle fan? I thought you were a Tampa fan. I know it's just the old Seattle fan in me is, is sad by that. So, <laughs> all right, let's talk about Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. He's apparently in the lead for the running for the starting spot for QB. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's an interesting situation. I think he it's pretty obvious that he won that pretty much from the beginning because there's no way that they would have uh, traded for him and still was wanting Sam Darnold after they traded for him a year earlier. So now they've been traded for two quarterbacks, and they're hoping one of these two will be the guy that you know turns this franchise around and gets them to a position where they can start winning. Uh, but honestly, it seemed like from day one, it was going to be a reality that he was going to be quarterback. They say it's his job to lose at this point. Uh, so he just needs to continue to play and, and do what he needs to do. And then he'll get the job as the Panthers, um, as the Panthers lead guy. But the, at the same time, does Baker Mayfield turn this team into a playoff contending team or even a, or a super winning team? No, I think there's a lot, a long way this team has to go in the wide receiver room. The running back core is fine. Defensively, they're decent. But then at quarterback position, I don't think Baker Mayfield is the type of quarterback that's going to get you to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think he's a good quarterback. You think he can definitely suffice for what they need. But they're going to have to put guys around him. Uh, and they're going to have to you know, go through the growing pains of him learning a new playing uh, play or a new, new team, a new playbook. And also learning his new wide receivers and all that goes into that. So that could take some time. But then when they do fully get up to speed... They'll have the pleasure of playing NFC teams such as the Saints, such as the Bucks. Um, I'm trying to think of all the teams. The 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 Seahawks are not anymore, or the Rams. So these teams that are you know probably some of the best teams, uh, the Packers sometimes. So they're going to play or in the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to play a very destructive schedule. And can Baker Mayfield handle playing these high power defenses? And can he do what he need to, needs to do? Mm, mm. I mean. They got eliminated by the Chiefs in the first round of the playoffs when they got in a couple years ago. Last season, they struggled, couldn't get anything going under under Baker, and then they trade him off for next to nothing, and now he's going to have to try to figure out a way to turn around this Panthers franchise, and I think a lot is expected of him. Uh, I think in reality, the expectations shouldn't be that high on, on Baker Mayfield. They should be a reasonable expectation that he is a guy that's in the middle of the road and is going to try to help turn around this franchise if he can. Um, but at the same time, it kind of feels like this is the last hurrah for Matt Rule, for uh, a lot of these Panthers players uh, and coaching side. This is his last opportunity to try to turn around a franchise that has been struggling and ever since he came in, couldn't really find their footing. So now, really, in all reality, in my opinion, I don't think this is going to be a situation where either Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold is their quarterback for longer than, the, than this next season. I think it's going to be... Um, it's going to be one of those situations where it's going to take, you know, a good deal of time before they're in a situation where they're actually playing at, at, a, at a level that you would say 
you know, this is the team that they want, which is a fine thing because next year they've got plenty of good quarterbacks heading into that draft. So you can definitely find the guy you want in there. But at the same time, you traded for Baker Mayfield. You got to let him start. You're going to have to let him see what he does, see how he plays. Uh, we talked about this a lot. I feel like Baker Mayfield has a little bit of a tr- a little bit of a struggle getting the ball on target consistently, which is something that he needs to work on. Uh, maybe you could put even Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield in in a rotation slot where you have Baker come in for the passing, and then you have Sam Darnold come in for some of the running or wildcat options and play that way. But Chris McCaffrey needs to stay healthy. They're gonna need to figure out their offensive uh, or wide receiver room because DJ Moore is probably the best guy they got in there. They need to add. And uh, we'll see exactly what happens for him. But I believe they're, they'll be playing again this weekend. And hopefully we'll see a little more Baker Mayfield. Yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. Talking about quarterbacks that have high expectations. Tua Tagovailoa in Miami. This is We've kind of talked about this before, I think. But this is probably going to be his make or break here to, to be a top-level quarterback. The coaching staff, his teammates are saying he's doing really good at training camp. What do you make of it? Uh, Tyree Kill... And Mike McDaniels both have basically said that he is one of the best quarterbacks they've ever seen. It is the vibe that I'm getting there. Uh, I like to see him play. It's not that he's trying to hide anything. I don't think the coach is trying to hide anything either, but I think they're afraid of people getting injured, and that's a lot of the uh, preseason so far. But at the same time, I mean, Tua was very inaccurate last season. Um, struggled with the deep ball, threw a lot of interceptions, and that led to his eventual bench uh, being benched uh, and then having to fight to get back up on top. And now he's the starting guy again. And I've seen some, some stuff from, uh, from on on Twitter, from their, their practices. Uh, And the deep ball is good. Tyree kills made a lot of completions for him. I think this is the year to do it because if he can't succeed now, he'll never succeed in the NFL because the dolphins are in a perfect position to have a lot of success right now. Having Tyree Kill on that off or yeah on that offense, Tua on that offense, Miles Gaskins in the backfield. Uh, now they got Sony Michelle. They've got a good offense, um, but with having Tyree Kill on that offense, you can make mistakes with the football and still be okay because it's not with, with Tyree Kill. You can overthrow him uh, as long as there's not a safety over top, which there's going to be nine times out of ten on Tyree Kill. But you can you can you know miss throw and it won't be that big a deal because Tyree Kill can you know chase it down now also Jalen Waddle's on that team so now with Tyree Kill being there he's going to have a you know not a safety over his head which gives him the opportunities uh, to make more plays and have more opportunities to a for fantasy numbers get more points there but b help his team out and get a lot of touchdowns so this is his opportunity to play because if he can't have success and win with the with the pieces that he has now he might not just be it might be a situation where either it's the coaching staff, which I don't think that's the situation because he's a brand new coaching staff. And is it a situation where it might just be that he has a long way to go, or it might be in a Sam Darnold situation where it just it's not cut out for NFL is not cut out for him. But with me, in my opinion for two attack of Aloha, I think his deep ball is going to improve just with having Tyree kill there. But I think his overall completions and ability are going to improve just by having Tyree Kill there as well, because he, like I said, he opens up so much for him. But when your coach is talking about it, and when you're t- and your, you know, your teammates are talking about how well he's playing, I think eventually you have to just kind of say to yourself, okay, it kind of feels like there's some reality going on to these these reports. Now, obviously, I'm not in the camp. I can't, you know, speak to it. I can only see what I can see, which is the highlight reel plays that they're posting. But at the same time, I do believe that this team 
is good. I think this team is in a very tough AFC conference, so they're going to have to find a way to you know battle through and get to the top. But at the same time, uh, I, I don't think there's another guy you can really invest in. And I think another reason why Tua has become under such scrutiny is because his draft class was so good. It's the Justin Herberts, the Joe Burrow draft class, and both those guys one went to the Super Bowl in the first full season that he played, and the other one got him almost to the playoffs in a weird situation game at the very end. So now everything's resting on Tua to prove that he was worth the draft position that he was given. So there's all that pressure going on him as well. But it's going to be fast when we do see him play. I'm hoping we see him play in preseason this week. But like I said, a lot of coaches are just so scared of their players getting injured that I think it could end up being a detriment. But I'd like to see how he's playing, how he's going to look, even for a series just to see, you know, where this team is at, what the temperature of the team is. But I like what I hear coming from, you know, the Dolphins camp. And in a lot of ways, I think it's probably going to be accurate. I just think they need to be careful not to throw the ball too deep every single time and let them get some of the dump off passes, the short stuff, the reliable stuff, and get them warmed up and get comfortable. Because the last thing you want is a quarterback that's uncomfortable and yeah. starts forcing it. Yeah. We'll have to see what happens with that. All right, let's switch over to Los Angeles trade uh the rams traded robert woods to the titans is that right yeah mm-hmm. so alan robinson is going to be filling that spot um and, Ro- and robert woods was a really good i actually don't know why they made that trade who did they get in that trade i don't think they got anyone in that trade i think it was mostly draft choices okay so i don't really understand why that happened robert woods is very good wide receiver um so do you think alan robinson is going to be able to step up and fill that role the way that woods was able to do i think it's a little bit hard to tell because Robinson came from the Bears. Uh, now, he was the most efficient wide receiver on the Bears team and was the best guy they got for or had for multiple, multiple years until they traded him to, or maybe it was a free agency pickup. I think it was a trade to the Rams. And now they have a situation where they're going to have him. But this, this wide receiver core is so strong with Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, Allen Robinson, and possibly even OBJ, depending on where he sits and where he goes, which has been kind of in limbo for some time now while he recovers from his injury. But having Allen Robinson is such a good target to have because now he's not going to be Robert Woods where he's going to tear you up for a lot of yards. But Allen Robinson, I was reading some, reading an article, and he said, and it's on Amia Sports, if you want to read it, but he's one of the best against man coverage. Um, and Matthew Stafford has one of the best balls against uh, man coverage so that's going to be a nice little connection there but I think he has a, he's got a great frame great height going to be a reliable target for Matthew Stafford uh, and when you have a guy like that that you can give the ball to and have success this wide receiver core just seems super good and if you add OBJ to the list it's going to be even better um, but I think the guy that would really replace Robert Woods is not going to be Allen Robinson the guy that would really replace him is OBJ if he comes back because he fits the mold that that Robert Woods is leaving it, which is the type of guy that's more of a slot receiver that can, you know, burn you going up the field or he can has great speed. You can use him in the passing game, the running game and the, and in the wildcat wildcat and also in just jet sweeps and stuff. So he fits that mold better, but Robinson is just another guy, another good, reliable target, another. And I think this Tennessee Titans team, it kind of feel like a lot of the wide receivers are kind of on the small side. Cooper cup's not that tall. Robert or OBJ hasn't been that tall, but then you get a guy like Van Jefferson, you get a guy like Allen Robinson and you add them to this slot lineup. That's just going to be super helpful for him. So in a lot of ways, I think this is a really good deal for him. Now I think Robert Woods is going to have tremendous success in Tennessee. Uh, I think he fits in a, in a situation there. AJ, AJ Brown's gone and Corey Davis is gone. Now Corey Davis has been gone for a little while and he went to the jets uh, and, and, and in a trade, 
um, the Eagles, the Eagles got AJ Brown. Now they got Traylon Burks and they got a couple of sort of different other wide receivers, but then you add Robert Woods to this. That's a, that's a nice little duo there that you can use. And it's just a fantasy, um, and just like pure fantasy form. That's something you look at and you say to yourself, okay, I would look at drafting Robert Woods just because Robert Woods is not going to be battling for playing time with Cooper cup and possibly OBJ and Van Jefferson, Allen Robinson. Now he's just going to be battling, Chaylon Burks, who has a long way to go before we're in a situation where we say, okay, he's he's probably going to be a starting guy because they invested so much in him, but he's going to be a little wild down the road. But uh, I think it's going to be one of those situations where I think both of them have good success in the offenses that they've got, got themselves into. Uh, and I think in a lot of ways, one of the reasons why they traded him is because of his injury and because he didn't play last season, they just decided it's okay, it's time to go to a different route. And I also believe he's about to get paid, and they didn't want to have to pay him, so they just went with another cheaper option. Uh, it's something else the article mentioned. So in a lot of ways, I think this is um, good for both these guys. Both are good careers. So I'm excited to see when football season begins. I'm getting antsy for football season, like actual regular yep. season play, because then we'll have all these answers met, and hopefully we even see where OBJ's landing. Yeah. All right. I believe it is time for the trivia question. Yes. And I do not know when the last trivia question happened. It's been a little while. It has. It's been a little while. Okay, so um, this question is talking about the most accurate quarterbacks. The best passing to touchdown ratio. And what that means is how many times do they get a touch how many times do they get a completion versus how many times they throw an interception. Or how many times they get a touchdown versus how many times they get an or an interception. So who's basically who's the most accurate quarterback? And is this gonna be for like all time? All time. these are just yeah, all time. Mm. Mm. it's not that hard don't overthink it i'll give you three options like normal all right actually i'll give you four aaron Rodgers, russell wilson tom brady or dak prescott okay see so when you throw a list together like that you you just want to choose tom brady so uh i'm gonna choose tom brady that'd be inaccurate really he is number four on that list really with a ratio of 3.7 the best guy is it Rogers? Is Aaron Rodgers okay. at a four point eight three? But wow. the second best is Patrick Mahomes at a four point eight, hmm. which is still tremendously lower than That's interesting. Aaron Rodgers. But will that go down without Devontae Adams? You know, possibly. Yeah, we'll have to see about that. Maybe, That's going to be a very and, uh, interesting storyline. Tom Brady can jump that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought you'd go Tom Brady, so I threw him in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard not to choose Tom Brady when you put together a list of, you know, great Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Derek, Dak Prescott. Didn't even try to go for the Dak Prescott one. No, no. Even though he's, he's just behind Tom Brady at five. Hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. You know what the who the worst is, though? And this is surprising when I saw this. It has the worst ratio out of, at a, at, you know, out of 50 guys because there's probably guys that are much worse. But Michael Vick is number 50 on this list <laughs> with a 1.51. Weird. He had 88 interceptions and 133 touchdowns. Huh. So he and Brett Favre is actually uh, at a 1.51 as well. That's interesting. That's, that's such a weird list. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. All right. Well, with that, we leave you guys for the weekend. Yeah. We'll be talking more sports and probably football news on a Monday. Mm -hmm. All right. Till then. See ya. God bless. You.